What's better than one oncologist? Two. What's better than one oncologist? Two. What is better than one oncologist? Two. Hi, I'm Dr. Finifolu Balogun. Hi, I'm Dr. Oninye Balogun. We are the OncDocs. Cancer is rising worldwide, and it's nearly impossible to find someone who has not been affected by this disease. This podcast is dedicated to sharing the stories of those affected by cancer and educating the general public about this disease. Welcome everyone to the introductory episode of the OncDocs. It's been a long time coming and this is just so exciting for both of us. So I know my co-host very well, but uh, a co-host... Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, everyone. So my name is Finyafolu, as I said, and uh, a lot of people call me Folu for short. I am an oncologist with a focus on gastrointestinal cancers. And I am an oncologist who focuses on women's health, primarily breast and gynecologic cancers. We both conduct research um, focused on our respective cancers. Uh, In addition, I am engaged in research that looks at global and local disparities or um, inequities in cancer outcomes. And of course, I have a passion for global health. So, Dr. Oyinye Balogun, let's take it from the top. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Well, I was born in Nigeria, lived there for about eight years. And then I moved to the United States where we primarily lived on the East Coast. And we moved to New York uh, in, when I was in high school. And I've basically been uh, a New Yorker um, for the remainder of my life. I've done some stints in uh, different cities like Chicago for residency. Hey, Chi-Town. But we've been living in New York since 2014. Similarly, I was born in Nigeria. One of two children. My name when I was growing up was Fini. As I grew up, it sort of evolved to Fulu, but either one works. I came to the United States around 20, started college here in Baltimore, hence why I'm a Ravens fan to the heart. After which I did move to Chicago, spent about nine years there, and then moved to New York in 2014. It seems like my cities have grown over the years and my time in the United States. So what made you become an oncologist? That's a very good question. So growing up, I actually didn't want to become a doctor. I wanted to be an architect. 
uh, partly because everyone thought I should become a doctor. I was like, no, I am going to be what I want to be. And your dad's a doctor. That's why. I <laughs> so, um, but I, I was drawn to biology and the human body and slowly drifted into medicine. And when I got to the United States and I was trying to study and pursue medicine in pre-med, actually, I got introduced to research, which really caught my attention because it provides you an avenue with which you can ask questions. Anything you're curious about, you can delve deep into it. And so I decided to pursue a career that combined both research and medicine, and that led me here. Now, how did I end up in oncology specifically? I mean, you could do research and medicine in almost any of the medical fields. I believe it's a combination of wanting the clinical practice whereby I build relationships with my patients, so I see them in clinic regularly. And also, there's the intellectual challenge that um, cancer brings with it. It's a disease that is very scary and while we know a lot about it and we've learned a lot in the last few decades, there's still so much more that we need to learn about this disease. So that combination really drew me to the current field I am of medical oncology. It's also very rewarding to be there for people who are going through something so uh, so uh, painful. Trying. Yes. Yeah. So trying. So I, I think my reasons are certainly some of your reasons. Um, the spark, of course, if anyone knows me, I can't talk about why I went into cancer without talking about, or rather, I can't talk about why I decided to be an oncologist without talking about my aunt, uh, Miranda. She was my father's only sister and my godmother as well. She ended up being diagnosed with breast cancer in the 1990s. during a visit back to Nigeria for the holidays, I was doing a photo essay of my trip in order to give a presentation to my class. And she pulled me aside and actually wanted me to take pictures of her uh, because my father hadn't traveled with us and she wanted him to see her progress. And as a young child, I just remember seeing the side effects of her treatment and and seeing what she was going through and and it's interesting. I, I think I when I look at those pictures now, I see my arm wrapped around her. I think I felt kind of protective of her and I just wanted to help. Um, so unfortunately she died. That really impacted me. It impacted my father, my entire family, her children, and just seeing that ripple effect and wanting to mitigate, you know, 
those experiences or help with those experiences for um, other people affected by cancer or diagnosed with cancer is what led me to this field. And I, I can honestly say, I think we're both fortunate in that we enjoy what we do. You know, just like any other physicians, there are difficulties, um, challenges, but I can say uh, without a shadow of a doubt that I went into the right, you know, field for me. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you and I always knew from the day that we met and realized we both had an interest in cancer, that we were going to do some kind of collaboration. Here um, it is. Here it is. Uh, how many, like 10 years later, you know? Discount. <laughs> um, but here it is. And and so, you know, why, why, why did you think this was a good idea? Why OncDocs? Why was this a good idea? Well, one thing that became apparent early was the diagnosis of cancer is overwhelming. Someone hears a lot of times out of the blue that you have this disease and at lightning speed, a million things are happening simultaneously. So we do, you spend a lot of time, people who, both the people who are diagnosed and they're Caretakers and family and friends and loved ones spend a lot of time essentially playing catch up to the information of where they are and what's going on. This provides an opportunity to share the stories of what people are doing or what they're going through. And also to provide some general education to help everyone get just a basic understanding or some level of understanding of what cancer is, what the management is, and uh, different, and what people go through. Yeah, so I think what you said, um, in addition to that, we had an experience where we were in a taxi, and that experience, in that experience, the driver was telling us about a relative, a loved one who had cancer. And he was absolutely convinced that there was a cure for cancer, but people, the establishment, you know, the institutions, the government was hiding it. And I've, I've seen that sentiment in more than one place. And I think I, I wanted a medium for the physicians, you know, the, the healthcare providers um, to connect with the general public. Sometimes it can seem to other people that we don't care, you know, that maybe we see the patients that we take care of and the people that we take care of as just cogs in a wheel, numbers on a sheet. And I think for the most part, from the people that I know, that couldn't be further from the truth. So what what I'm hoping that we can do with this is to shine a light on the truths, right? Because if I had the cure for cancer, I would 
rent a plane, throw it from the skies, you know, paper all the, you know, seven continents with the cure. Um, And I know you would too, but share the truths about this difficult uh, disease to live with, to treat, and then to also just hopefully inspire, right? I think we, the words that come to mind for us are to inspire and to educate, to let people know they're not alone. Hopefully something, a story that we share resonates with you, gives you strength for your journey, gives you, um, you know, hope for your journey. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this with you. Yeah, it also will serve as an avenue for people who've been through this to share their experiences. Uh, people, people are people are good on the inside, and they want to when they go through an experience that's so trying. They want to help others mm-hmm. learn from their experiences and. We hope this will provide an avenue for them to do that. A hundred percent. I'm excited about it. <laughs> and I, I think the, I think one thing that's really important to you and I is clearly we are black oncologists, and we want to also make sure that we highlight what are black, Hispanic, right, people of different races and ethnicities. Um, minoritized populations, what are they going through? Mm-hmm. Uh, their experience may not be at the forefront frequently. And we hear so often about the disparities, right? The fact that, um, you know, these XY, X population is more likely to die of cancer um, or more likely to be diagnosed with late stage disease. That's another aspect that I think you and I want to highlight, you know, explain why it exists through these podcasts um, and hopefully talk about solutions, right? Not just describe it, but talk about potential solutions uh, and what people are doing to address that issue. So that's another key part of what we're hoping to do here. Um, But I am thrilled to have my partner in crime not as, um, as thrilled and excited as I am. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Let's get started. <laughs> Let's get it. This podcast was produced by Steve A. Williams. Again, I am Dr. E. Fulupalogun. And I am Dr. Onyinye Balogun. And, and we, we are, are the Onk Docs. Docs.